If not for your grace, I would have been lost and gone. As in the it carry a city boo. The reason I'm alive is just to worship you. As in the it did way. If not for your grace, I would have been lost and gone. As in the it carry a city boo. The reason I'm alive is just to worship you. From it to age, you never, never change. Oh, Simone, when I call you, ocean divider, Idiyama way. He's a king of glory. Ah, yeah. ah, oh, oh, oh. One more time, one more time. Ah, hey. oh, oh, oh. Ah, when I think of all you've done for me, oh God, my words will be enough. To say I'm grateful When I think of all you've done for me, oh God My words will be enough To say you're wonderful Lord, I will never forget How you wiped my tears I will never forget How you wiped my tears I will never forget How you brought me back my mouth will be enough to say you're wonderful. Bullye. 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 Pleasure is mine to invite to the podium 
Bishop Gideon Titi Ophir. Amen. Okay, this is more powerful. Amen. Okay, walk to seven people, give them a high five and say something is about to happen to you. It's always a joy to be here. And, and I'm excited to be here tonight and to speak to you tonight. I want to thank the bishop for asking me to be part of your convention every year in the last few years. You realize that every time I come here, I don't finish my sermon. I deliberately don't finish so that bishop will invite me again. So like tonight, I won't finish. So that the bishop can invite me again. Amen. I want to also thank the bishop-elect and also congratulate the bishop-elect, Mrs. Adamensa. Powerful. I, I can't wait to be here on Saturday. Amen. And I want to salute all the pastors. Um, some of them taught me in Bible school, actually. Apostle here when I was in Bible school, 1990. I actually wanted to go to Benin City to study. Now, I was auntie. I was Benin City. And I'm going to be But that was where I found my wife. On the, on the 5th of December, it will be 25 years since we got married. Hey, my wife Maria Che. There are two groups of people here. Those in Christ and those in church. Now, those in church, when I'm preaching, they'll be talking. Those in church, when I'm preaching, they'll be checking WhatsApp. Those in church, when I'm preaching, they'll be on Facebook. But it's not their fault. They are not born again. But if anyone be in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. Those in Christ, when I'm preaching, you see they'll be on their feet. They'll say, man of God is for me. They are active in church. They don't sleep when a man of God is preaching. Can I hear those in Christ? I told you, there are only few people in Christ. There are only few people in Christ. Hallelujah! Bishop, one day God gave me a message. And the message was seven people in church but not in Christ. A very serious message. Seven people in church but not in Christ. What a serious message. When I have time, I'll come back and preach. In other words, I'm telling the bishop to invite me again to come and preach it. 
It's a serious message. Seven people in church, but not in Christ. As I was preaching, one woman I met in London, very powerful woman in this country, and I was speaking for the Archbishop. Archbishop asked me to go and represent him in Merton Kings in the UK. And so this, I met this woman there. So when he came to Ghana, he came to church. And that was a Sunday I was preaching this message. As I was preaching the message, I saw her walk out. Because it was a very, it was, it was a, you know, my, my house from last two children. When they go and sleep on their beds and something, if the bed is uncomfortable, they'll come and say, Daddy, they are chuking, chuking things on the bed. Something, something is choking us on the bed. So I have some sermons I call the chuking, chuking sermon. Seven people in church, but not in Christ. It's a chuking, chuking sermon. And we walk by. So the sermon was chuking, 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 chuking. So I saw this woman walked out. I thought she was angry. And then she came back in again. Then after the service, I took her home for lunch. Whilst we were eating, said, Bishop, did you see me going out? I went to call my husband. He said, this morning, I fought him before I came to church. So I went to call him. I said, my Please forgive me. All these years, I have been in church, but not in Christ. In fact, when you are in Christ, your attitude is different. Too. When you are in Christ, you don't fight in church. When you are in Christ, in Christ, who not be in Kimansu? I saw you. Hey, not your son, then not be Kimansu, the name, name. Uncle, I'll say, say, Mammy, you are a woman, so you are not in You are not in Christ, you are in church. What do you say? Your brothers, one of the people in church, but not in Christ, are called the predators. The predators. Amuba, sorry, yeah. Girls, you turn your mouth. So sad. Girl, we meet next week. Come We. They are predators. Oh, it's a serious thing. I'll teach you the next time I come here. The next time Bishop invites me to come, because I love this church. Okay, but tonight, tonight, I want to share something very serious with you. I had an encounter with God and he told me. He reminded me of a message he gave me some months ago. And he said, before the year will end, I want to relocate a lot of my people in the realms of the spirit. So I'm talking to you the 12 places God is about to relocate you to. Now, because, because your location determines your allocation. What's I here? I want, to, I, want to, I want to tell you something. Very important story. Two brothers. Brother Kwame and Brother Pia were top prayer warriors. Prayer warriors. Prayer warriors. And they were very close friends. Very close friends. They were in the same church. Top prayer warriors. And they happened to live in the same area. Mamobi. So Kwame was visiting Apia regularly. So Kwame fell in love with Apia's sister. Kwame, Apia, Unya Ba The girl was called Grace. So Kwame started dating Grace. He dated Grace for three years. 
One early morning, Saturday morning, Kwame was going to appear. Their normal prayer meetings, when you got to the house, they were having engagement. Who was married? Grace was getting engaged. Hey, up here. Now, me here, mama, and I will be worrying me. Up here, sir. Come, brother. Challenge me for two. Bread beef, America. On one mouth, the brother didn't come. His picture. Grace is your pen. Then when Kwame got a bit angry, Apia, you are very unfaithful brother. You are Apia. Then Apia got angry and said, Kwame, Nankape said, Oh, what a mini abano, Edinitra Mamobi. I blew by our America. Prayer warrior, anointed. Prayer warrior, and only partner. What turn Obano for three years? Obano whom every day will be the picture. I New York. It was a battle between Mamobi and New York. I'm telling you. Hey, New York suspended the prayer warrior's dream because he was living in Mamobi. Where you live, the place where you live or the place where you come from, would give you one of these two things. It will either bring you dignity or disgrace. I'm telling you, hey, location is important. Now, this evening, I'll be anointing some feet. I'll be anointing some feet. And I'll be asking God to relocate you. It's a serious thing. Now, now, yeah, share, share. you know, cray. you know, cray, say. If you go to a place and you introduce yourself, oh, my name is so and so and so. I live in Trazaco Valley Estate. Immediately, near Moakunya, oh, Petranse, Trazaco Fordia, Mometranse. Then you go to a place, then you introduce yourself. I am from Nima. Now, I'm going to go for more and Now, where do you need? Oh, I'm proud. I mean, excuse me, but it is the truth. It is the truth. A place can bring you disgrace and a place can bring you dignity. This is my son. He's schooled in the UK, Kevin. And when Kevin was in the UK, I go out with him. I said, oh, this is my son. He's studying at, at Middlesex University in the UK. Oh, oh, young man. Young man, how are you? So how is the UK? How is this? How is this? The immediately people are interested in the boy. UK. I said a place can bring you dignity or disgrace. Oh, if you like, eh, go and even look for a job. And then you, some people, eh, on their CV, they will write their hometown. On their CV, they will write their hometown for They look at this. Ah, People from this town, they are bad people. We cannot em- employ them. Eh? Danger of Now, now, do you know that? Do you know that? It will, even the next 10 years, if somebody, if you don't relocate from Danger of 
and look for some another Obuasi to come from. Nobody will employ you. Nobody will marry you. Then you Obuasi for. Hey! God came to Abraham and said to Abraham, Abraham, you have lived on this land for 75 years. Uniba, Unidine. What has so told my mirror upon change? Before I can deal with you, leave. I will show you a place. Hey! Now, tell somebody by the shoulder, tell the person, God is about to relocate me. Will not have been in the Bible. Even God Himself needed Abraham to move out before He can bless him. Are you here with me? I pray, I pray for somebody here that tonight, by the time I'm finishing this service, in the realms of the spirit, there will be relocation. Ah, do you know that if I had gone to Benin City, I would have missed my wife. And my wife is the first woman God created after Eve. Oh! First woman God created after Eve. After that, God created the vision we led. <laughs> Beautiful wife. You are at our wedding. Come on, come on, come on. If you bathroom, I'm going to say, hey, I'm going <laughs> oh, now I think I was in that trouble here. Hey, see the way the pastor is shouting, Yo, I've been born here by the team. Made a whiffle. Shut the sound, see, eh, Ira. I do more of me, me, you need a son of Yeswaba. Million years, Yeswamai. I would have missed my destiny connector. I would have missed my destiny helper. When I finished Bible school in 1997 in Europe, the Lord came to me and said that Europe is not your place of abundance. If you stay here, you will grow, you will grow in poverty, die in poverty, and be buried a poor man. The Lord said, I created fish to multiply in the sea and trees to grow on the earth, on the land. He said, if I put a tree from the land, you put it in the sea, it won't grow. If you take fish out and you put it there, out on the land, it will die. He said, everything I created, they have their places of abundance. So he said, go back. I came back to live in an uncompleted building. No water, no electricity, no toilet facility. Serious. Many people thought I had failed. But location is important. I'm going to share with you 12 places. I will share about, about three or four with you tonight. So the bishop will invite me again. If I share all with you, which one will I share again when I come? Hey! We are saying you have to be strategic. 
Now, also in the realms of the spirit, in the realms of the spirit, where you are located is important. Where you are located in the realms of the spirit is important. For some of us here, the struggles we are going through, because where we are located in the realms of the spirit, is a very accursed place, very dangerous place. But there are 12 places I prophesy that God wants to locate his people. And you will get to these places before the end of the year. Can I prophesy on someone here that the end of this year will be better than the beginning of this year? In the name of Jesus! Can I tell you something? Okay, now write this down. The 12 places. And as I speak to you now, these 12 places, our church is using it to do 12 midnight. All the church members, we are doing 12 midnight prayers. Because God told me he will give us 12 places. Okay. Place number one. Place number one is a firm place. Firm place. Firm place. Firm place. Hmm. Can I get someone to read this in chief for me? Psalm 40 verse 2. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mud. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. I want to share something very important with you. And he gave me a firm place to stand. How many of you are in Christ? Not in church. Okay. Yes, Psalm 40 verse 2. Now, shall I say verse 1? There is a place called a firm place. A firm place where God takes you from the mud and gives you a firm place to stand. But and gives you a firm place to stand. Let me tell you something. Anytime you notice, whenever you rise, you fall. Your story is rise and fall story. Last two years, you were better than this last year. And last year is better than this year. You are falling. When you rise, you fall. When you rise, you fall. When God moves you from the mud and brings you to a firm place, he establishes you. According to King James, he establishes your going. That's where you stand and you don't fall again. I came to prophesy on someone here that the rise and fall story is over. From today, he will give you a firm place to stand. Can I, can I, can I hear what is there? Verse 2. Yes. 
Listen. When you get into your firm place, when you are in the mud, you rise, you fall. You rise, you fall. You are tempting to rise, you fall. But when God lifts you from the mud and from the horrible pit and gives you a firm place to stand, something happens. He puts a new song in your mouth. Ha! Ah, he puts a new song in your mouth. I prophesy before the end of this year, your testimony will blow the roof of this house off. Before the end of this year, I am telling you, God will put a new song in your mouth. The rise and fall story is over. From today, it shall be the rise and rise story. He will give you a firm place to stand. When you move into the firm place, your enemies will push you. You will still be standing. They will set trust for you. You will still be standing. Because a firm place is a standing place. It's not a lying place. It's not a sitting place. It's not a crawling place. It is a standing place. He gave me a firm place to stand. And he put a new song in my mouth. Where you may feel not a port on the moon, or both hands or the young. Aya, you know. Now, when you read, they say many will see in the same place because you are standing. And you are not falling anymore. God will put a new song in your mouth. When you begin to sing that song, many will see, many including your enemies, many including your competitors. The Bible said they will see and they will fear God. You know why they will fear God? Because when they see where you sang to and where you have come, they will fear God. I came to announce somebody who feels you are sinking, you are sinking. And everything looks like you are sinking. Business no is sinking. Our no is sinking. Seek no is sinking. Bibi sinking. I came to announce to you that I came with a prophetic word that God is moving people from that married clay from that murder from that horrible Peter into a firm place a firm place where you will stand where you will stand and prophesy to someone here if you believe you are standing stand on your feet and say I am standing Wow. My general radianim. 
Can I get oil? Can I get oil? Oil, oil. And you your firm place. Can I anoint your feet? Remove your footwear. Carry your footwear for me. That the God of this commission, hold it. The unction of your father upon this house will carry you to your firm place. That you will be established forever that as your mother moves to the next level you will move to follow her mama tonight can she sleep can you give her a cloth to cover herself tonight to sleep because as you are moving she is following you. Even if you get 10% of the oil on your mother's head, you become successful in life. Go. Go. Sister, can I pray for you? The Lord is moving you into a firm place. Come. Who are you? You worship here? What do you do? I want to pour oil on your feet. That when the family is sinking, you will stand firm and bring everybody up with you. Can I pour oil on your feet? Can I pour oil on your feet? is done. May the Lord move you to your firm place. There are two more people here. I hear the word divine establishment. That God is going to establish you. Young lady, come here. Come here. What is your name? Sandra, come here. Come here. Let me pour oil on your feet. I speak for divine establishment for you. 
among the people whose feet I'm anointed, God will establish them. The sinking will stop. Can I pray for you, madam? Can I pray for you? May the Lord move you to a firm place. And may you, for today, be established. I used to be in a horrible pit. No matter what I did, nothing stood for me. Until the Lord showed me this. And he said, you want me to move you into a firm place? Pray that I will lift you up from that horrible pit of poverty. And I will establish you on the rock of prosperity. (laughs) Brother, can I pray for you? God will establish you. If I ask you to remove your footwear, it won't worry you, will it? Please remove it. And follow me. Carry it and follow me. Carry it and follow me. When you leave this convention, you will have an encounter with your destiny helper. And that will be the beginning of your establishment. As you put your feet into these shoes, God is going to bring you into your firm place. I decree in this house, anybody whose marriage is sinking, business is sinking, your career is sinking, your ministry is sinking, your church branch is sinking, I speak for divine relocation from the Mary clay, from the mud, from the horrible pit. I speak that God will relocate you into your firm place. May He establish your goings in the name of it is done. The up and down is done. God has given you roots. You are firmly established and seriously established. Give somebody, look at somebody's face. Tell the person, I have just been relocated. Say, I am in my firm place. Tell the the person, the next time you are falling down, Call me. I will lift you up. Because I am standing. Anybody in this room who who has experienced failure in business from today your business is in a firm place. today's date in a diary and see how from today 
God is establishing you and has given you a firm place to stand and forever you are going to stand. No longer will you become a laughing stock. No longer will people look for you down there because you are on your feet. When they stand, you will stand. When they talk, you will talk. When they promise, you will promise. Your finances are standing fair. When they take out their checkbook, you will take out your checkbook. You will have a dollar check account. You will have CD account. You will have pounds account. You will have euro account. Because you are in your firm place. Sister, brother, in your Christian life, you have come to your firm place. No matter how they push you, you will still stand. You won't fall again. No longer will you fall again. Your Christian life is established. You are standing on your firm place. You are standing on your firm place. Prophetically, you are standing on your firm place. I am prophesying. You are standing on your firm place. You are standing on your firm place. There is a revival in your spirit. A fire has started. That fire will continue to burn. Because in your spiritual life, you have come to a firm place. You have come to a firm place. You have come to a firm place. My family, we were sinking in poverty. Until God gave me a firm place to stand. Today, every family member of mine is standing together with me. It takes one person in the family to stand to cause others to stand. In the Bible, there's something called the Battle of Champions. The fight between David and Goliath was not a fight between David and Goliath. It was a fight between the Israelites and the Philistines. So the Philistines provided a champion. And the Jews also provided David as a champion. And they said, whoever wins between the champions, the other nation will be subjected to that. You see, the worst thing that will ever happen to you or to any family is for that family not to have a champion. For days, Goliath will come insult the Jews Insult their God, and then people, God, they had no champion until David appeared. Until David appeared, I am prophesying. Your family has a champion now. Your family has a champion now. You are rising, and you are standing, and you are standing, you are standing. 
because of your family you are the champion in the family you are the champion in the family if you believe shout amen three times to establish it society until I carry you from your sinking place to a firm place. So God brought her to the palace and gave her a firm place to stand. She could change destiny. I see 150 destiny careers in this church today. God is lifting you. Nyami Mauso and comfort that destiny destinies shepherd and comfort shepherd ever will say you are not a destiny just a destiny helper you are a destiny career and comfort shepherd 
Esha wunsem. Ye wankofobia. Omo bwa enkofo shebre. Ene ye wankofobia. Enkofo shebre. Esha wunsem. Are you here? Na sankofo no. Omo na nyame. You are moving not important. And then he gives them a firm place to stand. Because once they stand, they can carry others. May God raise destiny careers. Destiny careers in this church. My sisters, my junior ones. They fast and pray for me like something. They fast. All the time they are fasting. If you ask them, why are you on fasting? Every time I tell you you are fasting, say, Bishop, we are praying for you. Because, Bishop, if anything happens to you, we are finished. I'm telling you. They say, Bishop, if anything happens to you, we are finished. Because I'm a destiny career. My mother calls me like three times in a day. By the time I finish my morning prayers, when I take my phone, the first missed call I'll see is my mother's missed call. He's calling other to pray for me, check on how I'm doing. My brothers, my siblings outside, my big brother will call me. From outside, he has stayed outside for over 30 years. He will call me from there, Kofi. And you are I am not just a destiny helper. Maybe if I meet you, I may help your destiny. Okay? But for my family, I'm a destiny carrier. In my church, as a bishop of my church, I am a destiny carrier. And some of you, God has called you. If you belong to gospel light, the unction on your bishop makes you a destiny carrier. Don't joke with your life. Don't joke with the oil upon your life. You must understand your assignment. Mordecai went to Esther. Esther, Haman wants to kill us. We need you to help us. He said, well, there are some laws that do not allow me to see the king at, on my own. The king will have to call me. He said, hey. Do you know why God put you in this place? At such a time as this. If you don't do anything, help will come from somewhere else. And if that help comes from somewhere else, you and your father's house shall perish. The worst thing that can ever happen to you is for God to give you an assignment for you to miss that assignment. You are not a Christian for yourself. You are a Christian for a generation. The oil on your life can carry on even after you are dead for the next 500 years. And your name will still be mentioned by your great, 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 great grandchildren. Because you understood. We still talk about David. 
Because David chose to fulfill his assignment. He was not supposed to take care of that small ship in the desert. He was bigger than that. He was greater than that. Until he accepted that assignment and came out. I am a destined carrier. May God bring you to that firm place. And from this day forward, God will open your eyes to see who you really are. You are no ordinary person. You are a destiny carrier. Moses was a destiny carrier. When he came, came to that realization at the age of 80, at the age of 80, he came to that realization. He came back as a different man. The same place he ran away from. Now God gave him a firm place to stand. You won't run again. You will stand on your feet. And you will confront your fears. And you will conquer your fears. And you will overcome your fears. Ay -ay 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 One man had only a brother and a staff with him. Confronted the most powerful king at the time and won. Your strength is not in any other thing. But your strength is in the revelation about yourself. When you know who you are, that's where your strength comes from. I started by saying that there are many people in church, but they are not in Christ. When you understand, when you are in Christ, and you catch a revelation about who you are, there are things I can't do. I can't cheat on my, cheat on my wife. You know why? Not because I don't get tempted, but because I carry the destiny of many people. And I will not sacrifice it for five minutes' enjoyment. I, I, are you here? Do you understand what I'm talking about? I will not. I will not sacrifice it for that. Because I carry the destiny of many people. Listen. When we were younger, anytime we are boarding a bus, my mother would look at the age of the driver. If the driver is a young man, he say, young fro. He would gather all of us. We were seven, all of us following him. He would put us somewhere. We have been in a queue. He said, no. They will beg him. Mommy, hold on, one transit. Me pe driver near the TFF. Pe driver ni pe imu. So he told my mother, Mama, why? Say, you know, these small, these small boys, they don't have wives, they don't have children. When they die, they don't care. And they will kill you, they will kill themselves and kill, kill all of us. But the native here, you know, or ma, or yire, or dino, because he has to go and come and feed his family. So what my mother was saying is that the, the man who carries other people's destiny is careful, is watchful. Are, are you here? When you have that understanding, if you have the understanding that the reason why you are born again, 
It's not to call your mother a witch and your father a wizard and you will separate yourself from your family. But it's to carry the destiny of that family. When Bishop declares 40 days fast, you will eat in private. Because you are a destiny carrier. You are a destiny carrier. If you mess up, everybody has messed up. I'm not speaking to everybody here. I'm speaking to some few people. They are standing. Their hands are on their head. Because they know that what I'm talking about registers in their spirit. There is a witness in their spirit. There is a witness in their spirit. There is a witness in their spirit. hear about pastors cheating people, sleeping with girls. I said they don't know who they are. They don't know who they are. I was a teenager when my mother was going to look for a secondary school. He wanted to change my he was moving me from O'Reilly Secondary School to Aquinas. Then when we went to Aquinas and I did my interview. I did my entrance examination. I passed well, but somebody ticked off us off. That some big people have brought their children. Your son did very well. But we have only a small number of people to take. And some people have brought their children. If you don't take it, they will take your son's name. Your son topped everything. My mother walked with me from Adabraka to, can to cantonment. Eh? I didn't know why that woman was making that sacrifice. My father had just died. So as, as an Akan, a brown half a woman, or Shenibrisie, or Shenibrisie pa, and or Shechale, what a black, Nukunewu, on Shansumade, Udinechi, yet Nanti Fi Adabraka, and your core acquaintance, your core father. Your father said, Obano, he's already in the secondary school. Why do you want to change him? You know, Mama Mekaye, I said, this is the boy of my hope. I want a good education for you. Because my mother saw how many times I woke up in the middle of the night to pray. How many times all of them have gone out. And by the time they come in, I am in that small room, sweating in the heat, praying for the family. He's the boy of my hope. I knew when I was young that I was a destiny carrier. If you know this, you will not even come to church late. Are you here? Potiphar's wife said to Joseph, if you sleep with me, I can make your life easy. I will talk to my boss. Your boss, who is my husband, he will treat you well. The guy looked at the woman. And remembered his father. Remembered how his mother died giving birth to his junior brother. Remembered his brothers. And said, I cannot disappoint my family. I have seen in the dream that I will be the only one to stand. All of them will bow down. 
I am the only one that will have a firm place to stand. I'm the only one that will have a firm place to stand. I can't talk on the other place. I want to end here. I want to pour oil on people's head. And then here tomorrow. Am I here tomorrow? Or am I here for night? For tonight. For tonight, okay. So I'll come back later. But let me tell you this. I want to show you something about Joseph. Mama, his father gave him a mantle, that garment. And his brothers removed the garment from him. But the mistake they did was that they washed the garment in the blood of the lamb. And what I know in the book of Revelation, that those who robes were washed in the lamb's blood were those who reigned with Christ. So by the time they saw him again, the mantle they washed has become a ruler's garment in a palace. You cannot kill the destiny of a destiny career. You cannot stop a man called, anointed, mandated to carry the destiny of many people. You cannot. You cannot. Mahataya. Lebataya. Libuntukaya. I was studying and noticed that when they took off his garment, Potiphar decided to clothe him. But God said no. His father's mantle he put on him had been washed in the blood. It must end him in the palace, not Potiphar's wife's house. So God caused Potiphar's wife to remove the garment when the guy was running away. If he had not removed that garment, he would have remained in Potiphar's house. Then he went to prison. And was given clothes. When Pharaoh called him, he changed the clothes. He has to appear before Pharaoh, bare-chested. Immediately, he spoke with Pharaoh. Pharaoh said, bring me that garment. Put it on him. That mantle has graduated. You have been washed with the blood of the lamp. You can't be anything Less than a king. Less than a queen. The only place you will be is in the palace. You must have influence and power to be able to decide the destinies of people.